Hello and welcome to Your Way, the podcast that will help you figure out who you are, what you want, and how to do life, business, relationships, all of it on your terms. If you are fed up of following somebody else's rule book and are ready to throw it out and write your own, keep listening. This is the space to help you really figure out how you want to do this crazy thing called life your way. Join me as I explore these fascinating topics through a variety of guest interviews and solo episodes. It's time to do life on your terms. Buckle up and get ready. And welcome to episode five of Your Way. So to the regular listeners who may have noticed there was a little bit of delay between episodes three and four, just wanted to let you know that my podcast manager had some um, had some time off so that she could take care of herself. Um, but all is good here and I think we are back on regular weekly schedule from here going forwards. So today we are going to explore the topic of deep rest and this comes on the back of a recent retreat that I did. So I think I talked about the retreat in the last podcast but I recorded, recorded it before I went and this is the fourth retreat that I've done at this particular location and the fifth retreat that I have done since July of 2022. It's been the year of retreats. And one of my um, concerns, I guess, before I went was that often I go to these spaces and they're so crammed full of activities that I don't really feel that I get as much downtime as I personally need to process and be with what comes up. So you can imagine my delight on the one hand of turning up for the retreat and being told that the schedule had been massively pared back. And as we're transitioning from summer into autumn and it's all about slowing down and taking care of ourselves, the theme for the week was, the weekend, was deep rest. Now, my immediate reaction to this was, that's amazing. It's just what I need. And then I realized that what that meant was that on the Friday, I would essentially be doing zero movement whatsoever. And I would just be sitting around or lying around for the entire day. And parts of me were really quite terrified by that, right? I am much, much better at resting. I'm great at napping. But actually just being without doing anything else, I don't tend to do. And I know why, because when we stop and we give ourselves a chance to process, it's when we meet that next edge, of our growth or the stuff that we've buried down or the stuff that we don't want to look at. And and I knew looking at this schedule that my big challenge was, can I actually let myself lean into a day of deep rest? Like, can I let myself 
not go for a walk, not go and do the things, not distract myself, not feel like I need to be in my own space, not around other people. Like, can I let myself surrender into this process and see what comes up? Because bearing in mind also that when I go on a retreat, my phone gets handed in on arrival because I know myself. (laughs) We're all addicts in some way. And the pull of this bad boy, those of you who are on, um, not on YouTube, I'm holding the phone up. The pull of this bad boy is often too much for me, right? Especially like late at night or first thing in the morning. So no phone there to distract me either. Now, the the short the short answer to this is I did I did let myself do the deep rest and what came up was actually much much different to what I anticipated so I turn up to this retreat and I've been doing some big big work on myself recently and some people would call this like getting in touch with your shadow side, but like the bits of us that we don't like that we push down. I had been, have been more and more aware of this, this part of me that deeply believes that I'm disgusting, right? And that in order to not be disgusting, I need to be productive, adding value, being perfect, being all of these different things. And so I was like, oh gosh, now that I've realized there's a part of me that thinks I'm disgusting, like this retreat is going to be hard because I'm going to be going into this pain and the discomfort of, of all of these emotions. And what actually happened was the complete opposite. And I want to talk about this because so often we have this perception that to do personal development work means feeling the pain, going into the discomfort, you know, feeling really uncomfortable and basically being a puddle on the floor. And sometimes that is what it is, right? There's no sugarcoating it. Sometimes that is what it is. But my experience on this weekend was very different because in the surrender, in the deep rest, in the being in a space where I actually already knew everyone before I arrived, So the retreat was run by a coach that I've worked with since 2019. And she was supported by um, the therapist who I work with and I work with with Nat as a couple. So it's like both of my kind of personal, personal development people were running this retreat or running and supporting this retreat. And then the attendees, there were only three of us. So like a real small close-knit group and um and I'd been on retreats with both of them before not together but separate retreats and um, with them both so all of a sudden I'm in this space where I'm held I'm supported it's familiar I've been to the location four times before and something very interesting happened in the rest in the allowing myself to just be I made contact with the playful parts of me, the, the quite naughty, cheeky parts of me, actually. Bits of me that I probably haven't seen since I was 16, 17, 18. And what was glorious in this space was that when those cheeky bits of me came out, no one was there to put me back in my place, 
to tell me that I was too much, to push me down, to make me feel like a bad person, for being a bit cheeky <laughs> or for asking for what I wanted, right? And so it was this lovely, supportive, nourishing space. Now, those of you who know me well will know I don't love labels. If I was going to label myself, one of the labels that I would give myself is that I'm deeply introverted. I need time on my own to recharge and come back to myself. This curious thing happened over this weekend. I didn't want to be on my own. Not from a place of like, I don't want to be on my own, it will be lonely, but from a place of... I want to be in connection. I feel sociable. I want to be around people. Now, on the Friday afternoon, um, I didn't really want to do anything. I didn't really want to have conversation. But I did want to be around other people. So the way the retreat centre is set up, we all sleep in these. Imagine like a wooden tent. If you turned a sauna into a wooden tent, that's what we sleep in. And there's... um. There are log fires in there, like they're not cold and there's a super king bed. Like it's quite, it's luxury, a luxury wood, wooden sauna. Um, and then the main building is this converted barn. And again, that's got a huge log burner in. And they positioned it so that with, there were three sofas, three like double seater sofas around this um, log fire. And so the three of us had a log, a log, had a double seater sofa each around this log fire. And it was just lovely to be in that space. Now, in terms of, well, Louise, this is a very interesting story, but how relevant is it to me? Some stuff for you to think about. I was able to get in touch with really the core of who I am and parts of me that I felt that I had to bury down when I was in an environment where I felt comfortable, safe, accepted and had permission to just be, right? And I think sometimes we feel like we've lost touch with who we are, but who we are is right there sitting underneath the surface. It just needs the right environment and conditions so that it can kind of come out and flourish. And then the other piece is, sometimes we think if we stop and rest, bad things are gonna happen. And it's just not always the case, right? And when we allow ourselves to rest deeply, we come back stronger, we come back revitalized, we come back energized. And one of the biggest takeaways of this weekend for me, because I work in the personal development space, right? As many of you listening also will. If you don't work in the personal development space, you might have a team that you look after. You might be parents, you've got kids you look after. So often we do this work for other people. So for me, I'm like, well, I do this work, but I'll do this work so that way I can really show up and deliver for my clients. So I can be the best that I can be for my clients. And one of the big takeaways from this weekend, because Danielle, the lady who was running it, kept repeating over and over and over again is how do we shift it so that we are doing the work just for us right now there's always going to be knock-on benefits you've heard me talk before about sometimes parents come to me to do this work because they want to not pass on some of their patterns to their kids and that's great but how do we get to a place of I'm doing this for me because I deserve to do this work because I deserve 
to resolve some of this stuff because I deserve to feel better. Caveat, this work does not mean you feel better all of the time. <laughs> Just in case that message hasn't landed yet. I deserve to do these things for me, right? So that's another big thing for you to think about. If you were going to do something for you, which might be this, it might be taking up, going to a cooking class or something. If you're going to do something just for you, what would that look like? And what is required so that you feel worthy and deserving of taking your needs into account? So just some stuff to think about. And please let yourselves rest, okay? Now, I haven't quite figured out how it will shift and how it will change, but there is an awful lot of benefit to living our lives in accordance with the season. So as we go from summer to autumn, it's about shedding, it's about letting go, but it's also about going a little bit more inwards. And then winter is a real inwards introspection. How do we focus on ourselves? How do we hibernate and take care of ourselves and build and grow so that when spring comes again, we're ready to go into this next iteration, the next you know, cocoon to butterfly or ashes to phoenix, depending on how quickly you transform, right? How do we prepare ourselves for each stage of the journey in line with the rhythms of nature and where we've been led and what we've been asked to do? So again, just something to think about. Are you pushing at a time when everything is inviting you to be slow and gentle? And what might you need to do around that? So, a little bit of an update on the retreat, a little bit of some stuff for you to think about around deep rest, some stuff for you to think about around expanding capacity, right? I could not have gone to that retreat and experienced joy and giddiness and playfulness and fun if I hadn't done the work to move through, at this point, a fuck ton of guilt, shame, people-pleasing, perfectionism, all of that stuff. And so often, we want to expand just one way. We just want to be able to feel better. But this, the reality of this work is that we expand our capacity to feel, and then one feeds into the other, and they're all beautiful, essential parts of the journey. So I'm going to leave it there. Come and share your takeaways with me. Have a great week. Think about what rest might look like for you. Where is life leading you? What are you being asked to do? How can you answer the call? All right, take care.